It's your boy Cashman, host of your favorite podcast, The Last Break. Today is February 21st, 2019. Time to take a break. All right, you're back with your favorite podcasters, Black Ohioans. And I'm your host, Mr. Cashman himself. Mr. Drop a quarter in your sippy cup. Buku Cash. And I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Bird's World. Hey, y'all. Still here. All right, we back with another podcast. How you feeling today, Bird's World? As always, I'm feeling wonderful. Man, did you hear that applause button? I did, I did. It's like a weak-ass <laughs> applause, ain't it? Yeah, come on now. Come on, they got to <laughs> give us more buttons in here than that. We deserve a little bit of something. Man, we getting these sponsors now, so uh, they need to give us a little bit of something. Well, let me give you a clap. Let me give you a clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. Hey, you know how we like to do it? We like to start off with our, you know, top stories. Mm-hmm. But we're going to do a little bit different today. We're going to freestyle a little bit on this podcast. Uh-oh. I'm, uh-oh. <laughs> Don't even say too much. I hear you saying, uh-oh. I hear you saying this. But mm-hmm. no, nah, not freestyle too much, but just talk about real-life situations today. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. I definitely want to talk about some things that we had going on in our life. Uh, you know, we have kids. Right. So I definitely want to touch on that topic. Oh, uh, we always got to talk about the kids. And, you know, like I said, I want to ask these guys, what's a good way to discipline? You know, you ask a thousand different people, you can get a thousand different results. So I want people to go ahead and leave a message. Let me know how you guys discipline your kids. What's the best way to discipline your kid? Because, you know, when you talk, to, you talk to everybody, everybody going to have something different to say. Oh, of course they're going to have something different to say. How do you feel about discipline? How do you discipline the kids? Well, you know what? I try to take something away from like their phone or try to take the TV away from them, something they actually care about. Yeah, that's always smart. You take something away that they really like, and then you can get those results that you really want. Well, you hope to get those results, because not all the time, it, it don't work all the time. And all the time, it doesn't work the other way around, too. You know, mm-hmm. when we were growing up, well, we was raised off as an ass-whooping. <laughs> straight straight from the tree. I mean, just get your butt whooped. Grab the extension cord, grab the twitch, grab the belt, mm-hmm. grab the paddle, whatever it takes. And from what I hear, even sometimes, kids get hit with a little bit of a bat. <laughs> Well, we ain't going to get into no bad stories, man, because I'm one of those kids. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm going to tell you this. Like I said, me personally, how I discipline my kids, I'm from the old school. I like to whoop their ass. (laughs) And, you know, I definitely got to do that. But, you know, as they're getting older, of course, that doesn't always work. So Mm -hmm. when your kids are starting to get a little bit older, you have to try to do stuff differently. You want to talk to them more? Instead of being more like all in their face, you want to give them an opportunity to kind of tell you how they feeling. Because kids these days are so emotional. They are emotional. And I'm glad that you said that. Uh, the reason why I'm bringing up this story mm-hmm. is because it does pertain to kids and how, you know, you don't look at kids from their perspective. Right. right. Now, you know, uh, of course, you know, we do the moving, you know. We're a part of that moving company. And we're going to U-Haul. We're talking to one of the representatives at U-Haul, one mm-hmm. of the ladies that helped us out with our company. She's got us a thousand different jobs. So. Wonderful lady. Yeah, so I always try to, you know, if somebody's talking to me, I try to listen to what they got to say. But when somebody of value talk to me, mm-hmm. I definitely try to pay attention to what they got to say. Right, right. So when she was talking to us, she was telling us about her son. And you, you remember what she was saying about her son. 
Yeah. It was sad. It was really sad. And know? he was a bad-ass kid. Right. You know, he was one of those kids that's a truly white kid. Mm-hmm. Now, I know I didn't have to tell you guys that the lady <laughs> was white that we were talking about, but her son is a real white kid. And they always feel privileged. Of course they feel privileged. And like she was telling us about her son, you know, it took him all the way up until he was 16 or 17 to really kind of get it. Mm-hmm. To kind of grasp what she was trying to tell him for a long ass time. And sometimes it can take a while, you know, because kids, they just feel like you against them. No matter what they do, you against them. They just get that mentality. And that's so sad, especially nowadays. We all know the uh, generation that we living in is the such thing as catfish. Oh, my goodness. Don't start about, <laughs> I hate catfish. And it's just not catfish, you know. Like I said, we laugh and joke about catfish, but we all know there's pedophiles on the Internet catfishing kids. Yes, there is. And I hope every single one of them get arrested. Oh, definitely. Like I said, not too long ago in Cleveland, it was a couple well, I don't want to say a couple, but I, I do want to point out two different black little kids that was lured into houses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this was by other black guys. Mm -hmm. You know, when you think about catfishing and pedophiles, you always try to put them with the European culture. Right. You classify them as, like, they they own race or something, you know. But in reality, they, they could be your neighbor. They could be your co-worker. They could be anybody. And they could be them nasty-ass coaches. They is them nasty coaches. <laughs> we already know about the guy from Penn State. But listen, what I'm really trying to say is, in real life, mm -hmm. you want your kids to be able to listen to you. Yeah. And they have to be able to listen to you. Yeah. And what we need to know is, what's things that we can do to help our kids listen to us. If it's not the old school way of whooping their ass, and mm -hmm. if it's not the newer generation way of giving them something. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what people do nowadays. They like to give their kids stuff. I don't want to say buy their kids. They say, let's reward your kids. They like to reward their kids. Hey, you did the dishes. You get a reward. Hey, you, you got an A on an assignment. You get an award. And that's how it's supposed to be. I'm not going to lie about that. I think you should reward the kids for when they're doing something. But like you're saying, the way you're saying it, mm -hmm. hell no. Mm -hmm. They should not get rewarded for doing basic things. Exactly. And that's the problem with kids these days. Everything needs, they need something to do something. And you know what? That's where it comes into play, where discipline comes into play. Mm -hmm. You have to separate rewards for basic things and rewards for things that's actually... Recommendable. I mean, accommodation. Uh, I don't want to say accommodation. is what I want to say. We get the word right. Yeah. <laughs> we get the word right. You know, but listen, we want to give people their credit for the accolades that they do. Yeah, you, know, the you get stuff what that, you deserve. Yeah, they should. And nowadays, like we all say, kids are getting whatever they want because they have the power. And and they they got parents to a point where they feel like they have to give it to their kids or else. Yeah, that is so sad. So, like I said, that's one of the topics that I definitely want people to reach out on us and talk to us about that because, like I said, you can never have enough parents in a room. <laughs> you can never have enough good advice about how to take your kid to the next level. That absolutely, that's absolutely true. Now, of course, you know, if we're speaking on kids, and like I said, we're going to freestyle a little bit today, but if we're speaking on kids, I definitely want to give a shout-out to as one specific person, okay. but this speaks for a lot of people, you know. Mm -hmm. And, and, and um, like I said, I'm saying it about one specific person. Right. But, you know, I can name at least 100 guys on, off the top of my head that this applies to. Wow. But I want to give a shout-out to all the stepdads. Okay, you know, okay. I want to give a shout out to all the real dads. Okay. But I want to give a shout out to the men that have kids that's in their life mm -hmm. and they taken care of. I definitely want to give a shout out to them. You do because they don't get enough credit. They don't get enough credit. They don't. And you know what? It's 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 so sad to say, but uh, a lot of them guys, you, the kids get older and they look, they start looking at them as like, 
you just a stepdad or you just my uncle or you just my brother, whatever the case is. And that's exactly true. And that's when it gets to the sad point. And that's things that you don't ever want to hear about because some of these people, you know, they may not be sacrificing at this moment right now. Right. But in the past, they sacrificed so much so you can be able to accomplish the dreams and the things that you're able to accomplish right now. Exactly. And like I said, the reason why I'm bringing up this story, because like I said, I have a brother. And, you know, he's he's not only taking care of his family, he's taking care of others' family. He's personally taking care of his brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. And um, the other day I was looking at Facebook. Of course, you know, I got to get on Facebook. <laughs> we you all know, do. We all do. You know everybody on Facebook. It's everybody's bro. addiction. <laughs> so, listen, I'm looking up there, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I took maybe a million pictures with this guy. You know, I've been standing by this guy in a thousand different pictures. We got pictures from when we was kids. We got pictures from when we were adults. Mm. Uh, we got pictures from birthdays. We got pictures from funerals. But I see him in a picture. And you know what? It brought me almost speechless. Not just the tears and not just overjoyed with happiness. Mm -hmm. But I seen him in a picture standing next to his son, standing next to his wife at National Signing Day. Wow. It was amazing, man. I looked at wow. my brother, and I'm looking at him yeah. standing on that podium. It had to be one of the greatest feelings in the world. And I know for that moment, mm -hmm. you know, people are going to look at him like, man, that's his dad right there. He took care of him. Mm -hmm. But I want to extend this mm -hmm. for a couple extra hours at least. Okay. You know, a couple yeah, extra days, yeah, at least, a couple yeah. extra months a little bit, a couple extra years, man. Look, the guy did his thing. And when you get to that plateau, when you sit in one of your kids off on mm -hmm. a full ride and you standing there and you stand there with your wife, not just some side piece or just some chick, you know, or yeah, man, this, this is her family and this is my family and we co-parenting. No, when you stuck it out in that house the whole time mm -hmm. and you got your kids to the point because, yeah, I'm speaking on one individual kid, but I mean, the rest of his kids is doing amazing. Like I said, he got, he had a daughter that was in Columbus doing her thing. Now she's back in the yell, but you know, everybody's doing their thing. I mean, mm -hmm. like he, he really has has put it on the point where he is the man like he is the he is the reflection that guys want to see man and that's amazing man so yeah. like i said you know i know he's going to tune into the podcast but i definitely want to give him a shout out man these are the things that you know when we just freestyling mm -hmm. when we just thinking of stuff off the top of our head mm -hmm. this is the stuff that you start talking about yeah you know what that's so rewarding though oh, for yeah. you to look at your son and realize that everything was worth it Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, definitely, having that worth it feeling. And not only that, mm -hmm. you're looking at your son, mm -hmm. you're looking at your wife also. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, as hard as it was for you, yeah. it was 10 times worse for her. Exactly. Uh oh. <laughs> now, I, I don't want to go into details about my own uh -oh, self, but. Uh oh, uh oh. Is they saying a break? Is they calling for a break? <laughs> I don't hear nothing. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you. But listen, like I said, I mean, it's amazing to know that we have guys out here, and it's not just my family. Mm -hmm. We have guys out here that put in the work every single day mm -hmm. to make sure that they're taking care of their family. Yeah. And, you know, they may even smoke a blunt. Yeah. They may even go to the bar. Right. You know what? They might even hang after the gym. Right. You know, you know, might kick it with their boys at the barbershop. But at the end of the day, they're taking care of their responsibilities. Taking care of their responsibilities. And like I said, for guys like that mm -hmm. and for people like that, even the women, you know, that's yeah. not getting their just due. I don't want to say that. But, you know, I am kind of sending this to the uh, the guys. Of course. Of not course. just black males. I'm talking about just a guy a man in, general. in general. So, you know. Just understandable. Definitely. Definitely. You definitely got to give a, a round of applause to them guys. Because they, if they ain't going to get it from nowhere else, we're going to give it to y'all here on Black Ohio's. Hey, I'm going to tell you this. You know, I made up an excellent point. 
<laughs> and then they gave me this weak ass applause button. What happened to our old applause button? Well, you know what? We're having technical difficulties. Oh, there she go. <laughs> All right, listen. You know how we do it. This is our first break. They already flagging us down. So let us get this first break in. Listen to our sponsorships, and then get back. Okay, that sound a lot better right there. That sound a lot better. See, that's the applause button I thought I was pushing when they gave us the new keys. They finally got to request it. Man. Man, it's been a couple of days you've been waiting. And then they gave us that fake-ass applause button at first. Man, I thought people was booing us. They gave us a dummy button. <laughs> <laughs> first, I was about to say, hey, y'all need to take that back. People can't be booing me on my own podcast. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Man, but listen, hey, before we jump back into this, because mm-hmm. I know you're ready. I know you got a couple things about the Bone and the Beautiful. Always. I got a couple things about the NFL I want to talk about. Always. But... I got to give a shout-out to the barbershops. Oh, yeah. You got Definitely got to give a shout-out to the barbershop. You got to, man. Man, they're keeping this hairline intact. Are they? Are they really? Oh, you're going to do me like this on my own podcast. <laughs> I mean, you still look good. I'm just saying. Man, I'm telling you, if it wasn't for them, everybody be walking hats right now. <laughs> Pushed all the way to the back. I'm telling you, right now, I just left out of there. They got me clean, and I ain't going to lie to you. The only problem about the barbershop is too many people in there. Yeah, they got to start. Do they book appointments at the barbershop? Man, you know, you can book an appointment, but unless you over 35, 40, <laughs> 50, yeah. ain't nobody accepting appointments. <laughs> now, if you got it like that, you're a good tipper. Uh-huh. You know, you walk in, they'll kind of move a person around for you. Right, right. But, but I mean, if you making an appointment, you still going to have to wait. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I got to go to the salon. I ain't got to worry about that. Now, how is it at the salon? Is it appointment only? Uh, It's not appointment only, but appointment first. Oh, okay. I can respect that. Mm -hmm. That's how it should be because y'all got to do a lot more. A guy, he going in there, he might be out of there in 15 minutes if Mm -hmm. he get in the lineup. Yeah, you go in there for just a a washing, you in there for over an hour. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. I've been in the car a couple times. (laughs) I'm going to tell you this. And you know what? The best thing about going to the barbershop, right, Mm -hmm. is... Even if you don't do Facebook. Right, right. Even if you don't even got a MySpace. Right, right. MySpace? You go hear every <laughs> single thing you need to hear about the whole week. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. You got to go once a week because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. You got to go once a week. And once you go once a week, you get all your scoop that same day you go. Man, you be coming back some stories. I'll be like, you got to be kidding me. And they all true. I know. And I they know. all true. And listen to me. I'm going to tell you this. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad told me this a very long time ago. Yeah. You always tip your mechanic, mm-hmm. and you always tip your barber. Words to live by. Got to live by them words. You got to mm-hmm. tip your barber. Because he'll have your ass walking out of there with half a sideburn. I done seen it. Oh, no. <laughs> I ain't talking about you. I done seen it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I done had the thin mustache a couple times. Man, I ain't even going to get into them details. Woo. Well, you got to. that's why I say you got to stay faithful to your same barber. That's, yeah, you got You got to stay faithful, loyal to that. <laughs> But I'm going to tell you this, man. For real, the best thing about going to the barbershop, though, mm-hmm. is hearing the gossip. Because like I said, we sit back and we doing our articles and we doing our stories and we looking at the news and we looking at even DJ Academics trying to get some information. Mm-hmm. But the best information come from the barbershop. Right. Word of mouth. I'm telling you. And I know it's like that up in the salon. Yeah, you can only have a story if somebody else lived it, you know, or if you lived it yourself. And I'm going to tell you this. I bet you people be up there just throwing all type of dirt on a nigga name. Why not? That's the place to do it at, right? You got to. You got to. Because if you heard the stories that people be saying about 
these women mm -hmm. in a barbershop. Oh, I could, I could, I, you didn't even got to tell me. Oh, yeah. Oh, think a second. <laughs> Close your eyes mm -hmm. and imagine it. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's all true. <laughs> oh, it's all true. It's all true. But yeah, like I said, I, don't, I ain't going to talk too much about it. Mm -hmm. But I definitely want to give my guys a shout out, man. They always looking out for a brother. They make sure everybody right. And the best thing about the barbershop, mm -hmm. it's a generational thing. Right. You right. go in, your kids go in, your kids' kids go in there. Right. Your kids' 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 kids going in there. <laughs> you know, so that's the best thing about it. And then when you in there, mm -hmm. you can see that. Mm -hmm. You can see guys in there with their kids. You can see your kids know them from school. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like you dapping the guy up, he dapping his guy up, and hell, you know what I'm saying? We all sitting over here having a conversation, all sitting over here chopping it up. Right, y'all all bonding. That's the beautiful thing about it. See, now that's one thing. That's the only thing I don't like about the appointments at the salon. See, if you got an appointment, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure your daughter will have a back-to-back -back appointment. or right. I guess you can't schedule you can, it like that. You can't schedule it like that. You really can. I mean, they can do three, four heads at one time. Wow. Believe it or not, they and, will. And it's the same person doing three heads at one time. Mm -hmm. no. Now you going to say three or four, but they can do a couple at once. See, that's why I'm glad. See, barbers, they make sure that you the only person in your... <laughs> they give your undivided attention. Oh, to man. It's, it's creepy intimate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you you the only person in their life. They making sure that haircut is perfect. I done had the razor. You know, only do the razor. Mm -hmm. I had the razor treatment. I done had the regular lineup. Mm -hmm. Hey, you got to get the hot towel. You got to get everything, you know? Yeah. And there, if she's switching back and forth, I have to tell her, hey, hold on. <laughs> you want that tip, right? Yeah, 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 that's true. But you know, men and women are different. Absolutely, absolutely. And like you said, you can go in there for a wash mm. and be in there for what? Over an hour. Wow, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even imagine that. Yeah, but at least you know you're coming out looking good, feeling good. That's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Anytime you get your hair cut, anytime you get your hair done, mm -hmm. you walk away feeling good. You really do, man. And that's the whole purpose of it. I always tell people... Get beautiful for yourself. Exactly. Don't worry about what the next person's saying. Mm -hmm. And even if you have a significant other, mm -hmm. if they see you feeling good about yourself, they're going to feel good about themselves. And they're going to feel good about you. Exactly. They're going to look at their wife and me in my situation. Uh-huh. I'm going to look at my wife and say, damn, she look good. Happy wife, happy life. You know what? You know what? We're going to switch subjects. <laughs> All right. Listen, uh, of course, like I said, we touched on everything. Uh, but yesterday... Was National Pet Day? Yes, it was. Was it yesterday or the day before? It was yesterday, I believe. Okay, yeah, it was yesterday. And you don't don't act like you don't know about Cleve getting his little gift. Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. But I de I definitely got it. No, no, I was no. gonna skip over the story, <laughs> but I gotta say, Cleve getting stuff in gift boxes. He got too. I mean, his little fingers is trying to unwrap it because he's just scratching up the box. <laughs> he he don't know what the hell he's doing trying to eat the box. Then he see For the a little... moment there, I forgot he was a dog. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I thought he was going to eat that plastic. <laughs> nah, he just trying to get to what's... He knows something inside of there. Because he can smell. Mm -hmm. You know, he can smell what's inside that box. Yes, That's can. why I always say, look, them dogs sniffing, mm -hmm. police dogs, Yeah. They regular dogs, because all them dogs can smell like yeah, that. Yeah, they got that keen sense of smell. And that's so crazy that they do got that keen sense of smell. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, he smelt what was in that box. <laughs> and he was getting to it. And then you seen him, he was waiting on his food. 
And I ain't gonna lie, I think I seen Cleve crack a smile. Man, <laughs> you better stop. Now, I don't know if dogs can smell, but I sure seen one on Cleve's face yesterday. Man, you better stop. And oh, I'm telling you, my little that. baby. But you know what? I will say, mm -hmm. I'm glad he had a couple seconds mm -hmm. to enjoy himself. I seen everybody go outside with him individually and play with him. Mm -hmm. I see everybody seeing his little new toy or bone, whatever you call it. I don't know if it's a stick, bone, chew, toy. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but it's humongous. And they all outside with him talking. Tossing it back and forth. He can barely carry it. But he was outside and he ran around. He got muddy as hell and he enjoyed himself. And that's what you want on National Pet Day. Yes, it is. So tell us how you guys enjoyed your pet yesterday. Now, can I ask you a quick question? Of course. If you had an exotic pet. Okay. What kind of exotic pet would you have? Wow. I mean, that's a question that has never been asked to me before. Wow. Yeah. So um, if I had an exotic pet... Well, let me go first while you thinking. Okay, okay. I'm going to go first while you thinking. Oh, you've been thinking about this for a while. Oh, yeah, because I'm already, I'm already <laughs> trying to... You Yeah, I'm already calling around trying to see where they hold these at. <laughs> but, um, you know, we did a move, I think it was last year or the year before. Mm -hmm. And the guy was like, listen, don't be freaked out. Mm -hmm. You know, we only doing a couple things in here. Yeah. But the reason why I'm paying y'all, because I need y'all to move this one Pacific thing. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? Man, <laughs> and I know where you're going with this. Yeah, you already know. Yeah. And it was that snake. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm not talking about, like, your garden snake. Mm -hmm. And I ain't talking about the snakes you see on TV. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about an old-ass <laughs> Indiana Jones type of snake. You know what? That's my worst feared animal right there. Man, I thought that much. And then, you know, what people don't tell you about snakes mm -hmm. is they actually hit the glass. Wow. Oh, yeah, they come out like wow. they about to strike at I, you. I try to stay away from them, so oh, I don't yeah. know what oh, they yeah. do. Well, you know what? That was the first time I had to tell. Hey, um, you know, I don't want to say my guy's name, but, hey, man, you might have to carry that by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you got to carry that by yourself, man. I don't know if I can handle that. But, yeah, listen, hey, if I got an opportunity to have an exotic pet, mm. you know, I would just buck up, and I would go ahead and get me a motherfucking snake. They look so... They look cool as hell. I know that sounds like a little kid saying, oh, it's cool. they so dangerous. They do, but then you got to think, I mean, if I had to get an exotic pet and I said like a tiger or a lion, yeah. shit, I can't even keep up with a dog. So imagine <laughs> a tiger or a lion. <laughs> Man, chasing everybody around the house. Oh yeah, and it's going to kill somebody. Oh, you going to be first. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see it right now, you know, the mailman or somebody come over your house just want to, hey, let me get a cigarette. Mm. Let, hey, hey, man, you got a cigarette real quick? Or you got to sign for this package or yeah. whatever the case is. He's going to be out there like. I got you. Mm -hmm. I got you. Come on in here. Come <laughs> grab this cigarette. Come on in. Let me sign. I can't get up right now. Come on and sign. Man. Yeah, I won't ever have to worry about buying dog food because I'd be feeding his ass humans. <laughs> but I will say this. The one thing that was kind of funny about the whole situation, the guy was like, look, uh, you want to feed him? Mm -hmm. No, I don't want to feed him. I don't want to see him eat. And he, I hope you ain't talking about me. Hey, you need to take him out of this room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, like I, I'm kind of sold on it now. I'm thinking that would be a fly ass pet. You know, one of those yellow ones. I think they call bow constrictors or something like that. Yeah, and the yeah. ones that grow to like 28 feet or something like that. Wow. Man, I would love to have something like that. Did you get a chance to sit back and think about yours yet? Because you better not say I, no parrot or nothing like that. You know, because I don't want no violent animal. <laughs> I was thinking about like a baboon or something. Let me get something strange like that. And that would be cool though. I'm like, come on, buddy. <laughs> be teaching them language. He'd be speaking English by the time I get done with it. Man, I'm telling you, monkeys and them apes and all that stuff, mm -hmm. those are the only ones I've seen do real sign language. Mm -hmm. 
Right, right. And they have them on the news every day. They got something different. They didn't taught them a different thing. I think one had a think cap on one time. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen that. Now, you know, we all watch. We all watched our show. We all know what it is. We all watch Apes 1, Apes 2, Apes 35, Planet <laughs> of the Apes 67. <laughs> all you know, of them. We watch all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, but what my thing was is if you got technology like this. Right. You know. What's next? I don't know. You you say that, but every day we report something about some smart technology. Oh, yeah. It's always different technology. But what my thing is, is if you're doing it with apes, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you're tapping into their neural system or whatever. You know, I don't know what you're tapping into. Right. But if you can control them and apes, mm-hmm. you know, they built up like a human being. So right. are we next? Wow, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't know. You yeah, know what? that's a good question right with there. With the jerseys the other day, I yeah. was thinking about this. Yeah. If you got technology that you can put in a jersey, right? Yeah. And we already know they got the rain-resistant pants and everything like that, so we're not worried about it getting wet. You know, that was the problem with technology. If it get wet, it's over with. Right. Now, it's everything that's kind of built around it is going to protect it. So, if you got something like that, why can't you just sneak one of those... You know, transplanters or mm-hmm. those them, them, them dome things, shrink it down, yeah. put it into like a, a hat, yeah. make it look like it's a fly hat. Because if it's a Cleveland Browns hat and it's free. <laughs> you wearing it. Oh, I'm wearing it. Or if it's a Cavaliers hat and it's free, <laughs> you know, I'm wearing it. Oh, I already know. You ain't got to tell me. If it's an Indian's hat. Look, if it's free. <laughs> yeah, I'm rocking that bad, baby. So, I mean, what's to say that they can't sneak something like that in? And then just have your ass, you know, cleaning up. You're like, why am I cleaning up? Mm-hmm. They didn't got you. They they got your brain all you know messed what? up. They probably could, really could if they wanted to. It made me think about, though, like how we see um, the guys from the ancient days, like how they built them pyramids and all the monuments all around the world. And everybody tried to figure it out. And everybody, but back then, they probably was like, this is the best we could do, you know? Yeah, yeah. But thinking the same thing we're thinking now, you know? Yeah, so, and, and it's, it was a normal thing to them. Exactly. And like you said, right now, with new advance of technology, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, you know, maturation is normal, right? They always say that. I mean, eventually it's going to get to the point where, it's going to be too much, and it's right. going to be... It's going, it's going to be an get, overload. And it's always going to get better and better and better and better and better to the point where they have less use for humans. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm just thinking about it like, that's amazing to have this type of technology, and you talking about you're going to have an eight. I can imagine <laughs> you right now controlling <laughs> it, telling it to beat me up. Oh, yeah, that's going to be my A1 since day one. <laughs> <laughs> man, I can see that. I can see that. But, yeah, yeah man, listen, if you ever got a chance to get like a a small pet yeah. and i'm talking about like goldfish mm. you know maybe spider at you know, the biggest I'm gonna stop you right there because not too long ago my daughter was talking about a, a finger monkey what's that it's uh it's a real monkey but it's the size of a finger and it like it looks like just like a almost like a ring to be honest with you but it's a real animal if i had to get something small i'd get something like that something i could put in my pocket and just take it everywhere and it's living? It's living, yes. It's living. It's a monkey, but it's a finger monkey. It doesn't grow no no um, taller than a finger. That is pretty cool. I never heard of that before. Now, that's an exotic animal for you. See, you learn something when you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> or wait, let me say, you learn something when you listen to the bird. <laughs> okay, then. Now, you know, 
we pressing time. Mm. You know, we wanted to freestyle, but we kind of got a little bit away from things. Uh, give them a quick update on the Bold and the Beautiful. I'm going to give them a quick rundown on NFL action, even though it's nothing going on. <laughs> they're waiting for winter meetings, mm-hmm. and, and they're waiting f- they just had winter meetings in the MLB. Right. Uh, they're going to do a little bit of uh, winter meetings in the uh, NFL. Uh, a couple guys got signed, but... They, uh, a lot of nobodies. Mm-hmm. I'm be honest. Free agency haven't even just went out. Just the time out. for that. You know? And you know, uh, a couple people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just want to throw a shout out for the NFL side. Mm-hmm. It's a couple of local kids we know personally. Okay. okay. That has <laughs> been training for the combine, and you know, the combine mm-hmm. is later this week. Well, mm-hmm. not later this week, but later. Yeah, March first. Yeah. March first. That's when it starts. Well, you know, they got to do the well, yeah, medicals but, and all that stuff uh, early next week. And we're going to report on it. Listen, we got insiders in the oh, building. Good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we own it now. Okay. So, yeah. hey, listen, I don't really have too much sport news. Like I said, no dominoes dropped in the MLB. We all know the Cavs play tonight. Yeah. Please tune in. Please tune in. We need all the luck we can get, y'all. Listen, we playing the Suns. And I want y'all to know. We only won 12 games. This could be number 13. Okay? It ain't a lot of wins out there left for the Cleveland Cavaliers. But tonight is the night. Okay. We're going to go out there and we're going to show them what we got. Plus, we got the kid, Chris, and he used to play for the Suns. Mm-hmm. We got him in a rotation. He's been playing 25 minutes a game. Okay. And Kevin okay. Love is back, like I was telling you. Now, I don't know about Khloe Kardashian, if he's going to be playing. <laughs> but, you know, I, I do know that uh, Kevin Love said he's going to give it a go. Pick him in your DraftKings. Okay, okay. Yeah, he might be a good sneaker, huh? Yeah, so we're going to see what happens. So, hey, before I talk too much, give me a little scoop. Well, you know, I always got to come to y'all with the bold and beautiful update. Wait, give him a <laughs> recap before you give him the scoop. <laughs> well, if you've been listening, you know that Baby Hope slash Baby Phoebe is living with um Steffi now. Hope has been over there every single day, completely obsessed with the baby. She says Kelly, too, but it's really only just the baby. Um, you know that Thorne is gone. He He's in Paris now. Uh, his marriage to Katie is over with. They actually got it annulled, so I guess that takes minutes to happen, so. Um, uh, if you know that, uh, Hope, she got her line back, so we, we want to see Hope for the Future come back. Um, that's pretty much up to date. Now I can get to some, um... New stuff? Some stuff that's been happening. Oh, some stuff that's been happening. Well, I told y'all about, um... Will, Katie, and Thorne in the Bill situation. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let me know about that. Let me know about that. Now, um, last time we talked, I was also telling you that Justin and Donna, Justin, who we all know and love, is Bill's right-hand man, and Donna is the Logan girl. Oh, yeah, they definitely going to hook that up. They going to hook them up. Yeah, well, they done finally done came in contact, so they trying to set some things up. They got a date planned for them, too, so... We're going to see how that works out. Well, I definitely want to see how that's going to work out. And I seen on there that uh, Bill had been talking to his son. He's finally been talking to Wyatt, if you know. Um, he offered Wyatt uh, to a position at the company. Anything it takes for, to get him back. And he accepted. You know? And I think the only way he was willing to accept it if he brought his girlfriend with him. He got to get that, that Spectre Fashions back going. We all know it. He got to get this, this, he gotta get that Sally Spectre going. And this is how they're going to weave in your boy. Mm-hmm. They Once they get the Spectrum back, they're going to put him back in there, and then him and Wyatt is going to be competing against Well, you other. know what? I, I thought that at first, but now I'm thinking that he's coming in there. He's going to try to take over for Steph. Because, you know, Steffi is co-CEO with her dad, Ridge. At Forrester, so once she, we all know she got to leave for the pregnancy. 
He's gonna come in. He's gonna try to take that throne. That would. He that crazy. type of guy. He like an old Thorn, an old backstabber. Now, when she's supposed to be going on real paternity leave? Because like right now, they got her just having a baby, but we know right. she's supposed. To, she's really pregnant in real life. And then upcoming days, by the end, very end of this month, she's supposed to be going on maternity leave. Yeah, so we got something to look forward to that's coming up fast. Now, what's going on with the Zoe and her dad, wow. a.k.a. Wayne Brady? He just going to make me get into this, I got I'm it. trying to I, talk about I, other look, characters. Look, I got to do it. I got to do it. We, okay, we press so the time. We got the, a minute left. All right, well, let's go into the whole rundown. Uh, Zoe went over to Steffi House. We all know to tell her that she went over there to um, tell her that... Um, the baby was hopes, but when she went over there, she she couldn't do it. She what? Could, she just couldn't do it, man. So she never told her. She never told her. She had went back to her house telling old Doctor Reese that she couldn't do it. So he like, I love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> she like, I'm gonna keep your secret forever. Um, everybody looking at her like, come on. Girl. No, she did. Yes, she did. No, she did. So hope. So um, not hope, but um, flow. Dr. Reese and Zoe are the only three that know about this baby swap. And she don't plan on telling anybody anytime soon. So nobody's going to ever find out. Nobody's ever going to find out. But I have a new prediction. I think Xander is going to find out. Wow. Yeah, I think he's going to be looking through her phone. You know, just to answer some read text message about the baby. It's going to be something like that. I think Xander's going to be the first non-them to find out about it. Now, tell everybody. I know you got some other stuff, but tell everybody about the couple people that's supposed to be hitting the boat in the beautiful. I know you've seen pictures of Tamar Braxton on set with your guy, uh, Bill. Yeah, yeah, and, and your favorite girl, Brooke, they was on set making a couple things happen. Also, um, Denise Richards is supposed to come on the show uh, mid-April. And if people don't know Denise Richards, she was one of Charlie wa Charlie Sheen's wives. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. So she's supposed to have an exact... Ex exciting role on her. She's supposed to come on there as Flo's mom. Ooh. So, I'm going to see. I can't wait to see how they break that down. And I want to know why she even bringing her mom in. They must be going to court. You know what? Give Flo a full-time position on the show. I actually like her character. Yeah, she was involved in the baby scandal, but she was kind of drawn by your boy's bull. You know what? That's <laughs> high praise from you. You normally you always say, get rid of them. Get rid of that person. Get they rid of this person. They need somebody on there. Y'all got to start rotating these characters because we tired of the Logan show. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. Hey, as long as they tuning in, mm. we're going to have people tuning in to us because they <laughs> love these scoops you be dropping on them. I try. I try to give them what they want. Well, like I said, you know how they is. They're pressing us for time. Mm -hmm. We finally got another sponsor. You guys should be hearing the next commercial coming from us. Yes, they sent it over. Yes, I'm about to read it again. You want to read it this time? You know what? I might, but you know, you got a great voice. I'll tell you one thing. If they do not pay me, then you won't be reading. <laughs> <laughs> you already know it. Now, like I always say, you know how I get down. We all know you guys. Yeah, at work right now. Mm -hmm. You're taking that last break. Mm -hmm. You got your supervisor staring at your ass while you're in the car hoping that you come in late. Right. Don't give him the justice that he want. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and throw them earbuds in. Take your ass in the building. Finish out that last little couple hours. And then take your ass home and kick it. I'm out.